Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The holiday season is off and rolling with NFL in full stride and the NBA and NHL hitting midseason form. BetOnline is your number one destination for all your sports wagering info. With up-to-minute sports wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions, BetOnline is the top spot for everything pro and amateur sports. And not just the big four, BetOnline has info available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time for almost any sport that is played, from MMA to international soccer. Head to BetOnline today and remember to use our promo code BLEAV, that's capital letters BLEAV, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Welcome to another edition of the Top of Thunder Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Huntsinger at Thunder Chats. We're part of the Believe Network of this podcast and brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Now that's out of the way, let's address the elephant in the room. Uh, there's no elephant. It's just me. Uh, it's just me in the pod tonight. Uh, there's a little bit of confusion by all parties. A little lack of communication by myself, hand up, um, on that front about getting a podcast out last night. I guess recording on last night, so I would have got it out this morning anyways, but anyways, um, so this is me, by myself, so you know what that means, you are listening to Thunder Chats, ho! And I am in my car recording this one, so you will hear some turn signal sounds, I apologize, I am, I, I follow the rules when I drive my vehicle, I like to notify people when I'm changing lanes, making turns and whatnot. Um, also, full disclosure, I am very late to work. I woke up 15 minutes before I'm supposed to be at work. Uh, I don't know how. I set two alarms. Um, and I text for the life of me. I don't remember even one of them off. So, a little bit concerning there. Uh, really annoying too, because I haven't been late in a long time. Uh, so... Yeah, there's that, but let's talk about something more fun, uh, something that puts a smile on our face, and that's Thunder Basketball, and the Thunder Basketball team, Oklahoma City Thunder Basketball team, played against the Memphis Grizzlies last night, and won this game 116-97. Yes, we got the victory. No, we did not avenge the 73-point margin of victory that the Grizzlies put on us December 3rd, 2020. SMH. What what could have been? There was a real possibility. Like, if the guys wanted to go for it, they really could. Um, there was a play at the end of the third quarter uh, in which Isaiah Joe hit a three at the buzzer. Would have put us up 97 to 66, which is 31 points. Um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, uh, I mean, it was a lot more in this uh, whenever it think they had 62 and we we had 62 and then 113 something like that so a little bit bigger margin of victory at that point to build off of but up 31 points going into the fourth quarter if 
it was something the guys wanted to do and they wanted to play the starters because the Grizzlies were done. They pulled Jaron Jackson, they pulled Desmond Bain. I mean, it, it was all that all she wrote at that point. And, you know, Gigi Jackson uh, was somebody that made some buckets there in that late fourth quarter. But it, it was never something that the Thunder were worried about. But it would have been really fun. would have been really funny to see us re-break that record. Um, especially because John Morant is out. And famously, Jacobs Alexander, and, and I believe even Giddy didn't even play in that uh, margin of victory game. Uh, it was Teo Maladon. Uh, Lee Dort was in that one. Uh, Trey Mann. Hoku, guys like that, so, yeah, bummer, we didn't get them back on that, but we did win, so, we need to talk about this victory, because there was a lot of fun things that, and we're going to talk about that in the segment we call the single large item, alright, so, this is tough, <laughs> there's, there's two that you can start out with right off the bat, and, You know, I'm going to go Chet for you. I'm going to go Chet home for you. 17 points for Chet, 7 of 14 shooting, 2 of 4 from deep, 1 of 1 from the free throw line, 6 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 steal, 7 blocks. Oh, yeah, he did that in three quarters, okay? 25 minutes of action, this guy had 7 blocks. Chet Holmgren in the last eight quarters of basketball, or no, I guess <laughs> technically I just said he didn't play for her, so the last seven quarters of basketball, Chet Holmgren has 15 blocks. Should be 16, NBA with the free captain, but 15 blocks. That's insane. That doesn't happen, <laughs> especially not with the rookie. Um, I'm going to dive into some stats later today. If you follow me on Twitter, I'm going to see the last time somebody had a seven-plus point or block back-to-back games. I know there was a run, in my research, I saw there was a run where Serge Ibaka had triple blocks, like, within, like, two weeks, three times. Um, so, it's very possible it was him. And if it does, that's even more serendipitous. Uh, but, yeah, man, Chet was insane defensively. He had one block that he straight up looked like a superhero. Um, trying to think who it was. I want to say it was either Jaren Jackson Jr. or Zaire Williams that was driving into the lane. But Chet came from the opposite elbow to collapse on the shot, which was a layup on the left side of the rim. So he came from the right elbow and <laughs> was able to block the shot off the backboard, which gave the Thunder a running start, got the mountain transition uh, to get an easy bucket. We'll talk about the easy bucket here in a little bit. but. You know, the blocks are going to be there. The blocks are going to happen. Like, this guy has a legitimate chance to make an all-defensive team with the impact that he has on the court and the counting stats that he's putting up blocking shots. Like, I haven't looked in a while just because he kind of lost a lot of ground there for a while. But I'm going to look up the NBA block leaders at this time. There's a cop up here. I've got to slip way down. <laughs> uh, let's see. Where are we at? Blocks. Okay. So, Phil Holmgren right now has 
28 blocks per game, which is tied for Walker, with Walker Kessler for third in the NBA. And he only trails with Colombiana and Brook Lopez, who each have three blocks per game. So he's right there. Uh, if you want to look at total blocks per game, Chet is actually second tied with Colombiana. Brook Lopez has 77. Chet Holmgren and Colombiana both have 71 blocks. They're both just absolute forces of nature when it comes to protecting the rim, wreaking havoc, and you saw many times, like, if a, if a jazz player was driving to the lane, they thought twice and three times about going towards the rim because the type of game Chet Holmgren was having. I believe it was Zaire Williams. No, it wasn't Zaire Williams. It was uh, Conchar, John Conchar. Actually tried his luck and tried to dunk on Chet Holmgren. Uh, I want to say early in the third quarter, it went about as well as you. It went about as well as it could have gone on a night that Chet had seven blocks. He definitely got blocked. Like the dunk didn't happen, but he got fouled. They called it a foul, so he was able to uh, you know, get free throws out of it. So I guess he, he won the battle. Chet won. Um, there was a couple of his blocks that were ruled fouls. I think one was even ruled goaltending. And Chet vehemently called for a replay from Coach Mark Dagnall. And shout out Diggs. He challenged both calls. And what was funny about it is this was in the first quarter. Both of these reviews were in the first quarter. Diggs burned through them like that. And to me, that signaled that... They don't take this team, this team seriously. They weren't worried about this team. Diggs doesn't need that review late in the game. Let Chet get his numbers. And he did. He had three blocks in the first quarter. I believe he had five blocks at halftime, and then he got two more in the third quarter. Right? He spread out his blocks pretty good. So, yeah, shout out Chet. And then offensively, man, like, I think he was back to doing just some of the stuff that had our mouth on the floor, or our jaw on the floor early in the season, spinning into the lane, I think, on back-to-back possessions for dunks. I uh, finished to alley-oop from Kenny. Uh, I almost said from Chet. Uh, hey, I guess he could do a stuff alley-oop. And his three-point shot looked good, man. It looks good. Uh, did not let Jaron Jackson deter him in this game. Jaron Jackson, uh, to his credit, only had, oh, zero blocks in this game. Shout-out to the former decoy. We'll talk more about him in a little bit. Um, yeah, Chet just absolutely had his way tonight. So, shout out Chet Holmgren. Very excited that you are on this team for the next 10 years at least. Somebody else is on this team for the next 10 years, and I'm very excited to have on this team. Shea freaking Gilgis Alexander. Didn't have the best night shooting the ball. <clears throat> was 8 of 18, 1 of 3 from the, or from the three point line. 13 to 14 from the stripe. But man, this guy was just impacting the game other areas. 30 points, obviously. Ho-hum. Nine rebounds. Five assists. Four steals. The NBA steal leader is at it again. Shea Gildas Alexander. Oh, by the way, plus 30 in the box score, plus minus uh, for Shea Gildas Alexander. Um, oh, yeah, by the way. <laughs> the other thing, another by the way, he did this in 24 minutes. He did it in three quarters. 
guys, this is a similar stat line to what Anthony Edwards just put up to. <laughs> what does it get? Anthony Edwards put up this type of stat line in a full four-quarter game that Shea put up in three quarters. Like, it's ridiculous. He's normalizing excellence. Like, this is what we expect out of Shea Gilbert Alexander at this point. And, man, just... There was some ridiculous plays tonight by him. I mean, obviously the midi was going. He was getting to the lane a couple times. But I mentioned that block that Chet Holmgren kind of flew in like a superhero and blocked. And we got out in transition and got a bucket that way. Well, the bucket in question was Shea Gutz Alexander. got the ball in isolation. And we got out in transition, but we slowed it up. We brought it back out. Shea Gutz Alexander got the ball in isolation, got Jerry Jackson on him. Shea drove hard right, did a snatch back dribble to his left, and he sent the defensive player of the year from last year stumbling, fumbling, and crumbling to the ground. And you know Shea hit the shot. You know the shot was poor. I, I would like to see the success rate of uh, Shea's jumpers after crossing somebody up because even if he's having a bad game, if he can cross somebody up, that crowd's dropping. Uh, I mean, it was the case tonight, and we are so blessed. Like, Jalen Williams didn't have a great night, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, but we are so blessed to have Shea Gilgis-Alexander and Chet Holmgren as our duo for the next decade. And Shea Gilgis-Alexander, easy top five player at this point. Like, you can even rate him higher, um, and nobody is going to bat an eyebrow. Chet Holmgren, playing like one of the top 20 guys right now. He's a freaking rookie. He hasn't played 30 NBA games yet. Like, what? what is happening? These guys are on the same team. The NBA effed up and gave us Chet Holmgren. Uh, Shea Gildas Alexander, offensive engine. Chet Holmgren, one of the best defensive stoppers in the league in terms of being at the rim. And they're on the same team. And they complement each other on the other ends, too. Shea, absolute menace on the ball when it comes to getting steals, creating turnovers. Chet, finding his way offensively, can create his own shot, space the floor from three. Like, they are literally, like, you, you couldn't design a more perfect pairing in a lab. And they're on our team for the next decade. Like, it's, that's just insane to me. So, yeah, shout-out Shea and Chet. Like, they're definitely – they definitely stand out amongst the rest. But we are going to talk about the rest after a word from our sponsors. And we're back after a word from our sponsors. Sorry for the weird pause. I had to make sure that it actually created <laughs> enough of a gap for me to insert a mid-roll in there. But, uh, yeah, we're back. Let's talk about the other players. There's not too much to mention. Uh, let's go to Lou Dort first. Shout out Lou Dort, man. You know, I talked about that his Linsanity shooting run was over a couple games. But Lou Dort's quietly had really solid games, I think, the last three. And it was no different tonight. Again, in three quarters, 21 minutes of action, actually. He had 11 points on 4-7 shooting, 3-6 of six from deep. Shot was falling tonight. Two rebounds, two assists, and a block to boot. He was actually the third highest plus minus on the team, the plus 24. 
he was great, man. Like, I I want to see this out of every night. Like, I know it's not realistic that they expect this type of shooting from him, but whenever he can knock down shots like that, it opens everything up. So, shout out, Luke. Uh, I mean, let's talk about Giddy. I mean, he had good numbers, 16 points, 12 rebounds, 4 assists, and a steal. Uh, I mean, we'll call it what it is. I think he got half of those points in garbage time. Just going to say. Uh, didn't have a great night, you know, coming off of the game, uh, the Nuggets game, in which he played a season low in minutes. But he looked fine out there. Uh, he was aggressive early. I'll give him that. Um, got a couple buckets early. Connected with Jalen Williams in a couple plays. Finished 6-12 shooting, 0-4 from deep. So his insanity shooting run might be over. Um, but, yeah, he, he was fine. I mean, the next game is when he'll need to step up. And then Jalen Williams, Santa. Uh, Santa was delivering to a house. He was a little busy tonight. Uh, had 10 points, four rebounds, five assists, two steals, one block. Like, he did a lot like in terms of filling the stat sheet. And I actually, I remember this because I tweeted it out. He had two points, one rebound, one assist, one steal, one block, uh, not even three minutes into the game. Um, so it looked like he was going to have one of those nights, but he ended up shooting three and nine. Shot one of three from me, three or four from the stripe. Just didn't have enough shots, didn't play enough to really catch rhythm. Uh, he played 28 minutes. Uh, I think him and Giddy actually started the fourth quarter. So he got a little bit more run, but yeah, just an off night from him. I'm not worried about it. Uh, again, same with Giddy. Like, next game is why we're going to need him. And let's see here. So that's all the starters. Let's go to the bench. So, nobody had a super loud night. It was a very level game from the bench. I mean, let's talk about Case Wallace. Seven points, three of six shooting, one of four from deep, two rebounds, two assists. Just making his normal impact. Um, he should have had a steal on here. He, he stole the ball and uh, flipped it to Shea and transitioned for a layup. Uh, for whatever reason, they didn't give it to him. So, but yeah, shout out Kaysen. Isaiah Joe had a solid game, man. Like, really stepped at the stat sheet. Five points, four rebounds, three assists, and a steal. Shot two of five from field, one of three from deep. And, I don't know, man. It was, it was weird. He only played 19 minutes, uh, but he felt hesitant with his shot. And, you know, maybe it's a blowout. Maybe it's because, you know, he didn't have to shoot it as much, but it's something I'm monitoring. And, you know, again, as with the other guys, if we're going to beat the Clippers, we really need Isaiah Joe to be on off the bench. So I hope it's something that he can shake off. Um, Kendris Williams, who's my jang, played the next most minutes on the game. Uh, Kendris Williams, 2 of 3 from the field, 2 of 3 from 3. Four rebounds, three assists, had six points. He was a plus 26 in the box score, plus minus. So shout out K. Rich. Who's my Jane? Jane game, baby. Uh, two of five from the field, 0 of two from deep, missed both of his three-pointers. But the two that he got, one was off of a cut, off movement, uh, went up strong for two hands. And then another one he came off of a, I want to say it was a dribble handoff, and it was a pull-up mid-range jumper from Who's my Jane. It was nice to see a little bit of self-creation out of my guy. Uh, shout out Jane game. He also had two rebounds, two assists in this game. A lot of guys had two rebounds, two assists, apparently. Uh, Boom had 
two points, three rebounds, and nine minutes of action, nothing to write home about. And then in garbage time, Olivier Saar, Trey Mann, and Vasily Misic came on. And Trey Mann and Misic did not score. Uh, Olivier Saar had six points, three rebounds, shot three of five from the field. Trey Mann didn't take a shot. And uh, Misic missed his only three-point attempt. I did not mention Aaron Wiggins. He had two points, two rebounds, one assist, one steal. It was one to four from the field. It's also kind of hard to get in rhythm uh, for bench players in games like this because the starters are cooking. You know, they don't really need you and end up lifting off the bench. Um, you just you just kind of got to go in there and do your job at that point. So uh, it's the next game that we're going to need to be looking at. But before we get to the next game, I just want to give a shout out to a couple of Grizzlies players. Desmond Bain, man, he's come a long way from just being a spot up shooter. And I've seen the numbers, I've seen what he's been doing this year, but. He only had 17 points in three quarters, but and he was shot 6 of 14 from the field. Not super efficient, but he shot 4 of 9. And, like, that man was letting it fly. I want to say he had five three-point attempts in the first quarter, and he's getting it done off rhythm. He's getting it done off movement. He's getting it done off the dribble. Like, he's become a real three-point marksman weapon. So, shout-out Desmond, man. Um... Yeah, no shot to anybody else. I will shout out to Xavier Tillman. That was 0 of 8 from the field, 0 of 3 from deep. Uh, we appreciate your uh, your contribution to this win. All right, let's get to looking at the next game. We played the Los Angeles Clippers on Thursday night. It is at OKC at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I guess I should say 7 p.m. Central Standard Time since majority of you guys are probably in Oklahoma, or at least in Central Standard Time Zone. Um, that is going to be a fun game. The Clippers have won eight straight games. Um, obviously, we are 17-8, and eight, the two seed in the Western Conference. I want to say the Clippers are the five seed. I'm going to fact check that real quick. Oh, NBA standings, my only friend. They are the six seed. Ah! I was close, but they are tied with the Dallas Mavericks for the five seed. So technically, I was right. Um, and you know, obviously, it's a big deal when the Clippers come to town. The return of Paul George, the return of Russell Westbrook. Um, I, I guess I should have said those flip flop, but you know, the return of Paul George because the Paul George trade, and we need the Paul George trade to be playing good on Thursday night. We need Shea. No doubt, Shea's going to have his awesome game. But we need Jalen Williams to step up. We're really going to need Santa in this game. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how Chet plays against Zubak. Zubak is a very big physical body down there. And it'll be interesting to see how Chet handles him. I'm going to be real with y'all. This is no hate whatsoever. This is just calling what it is. Josh Giddy, I believe, is going to get played off the floor in this game because the Clippers have James Harden, they have Terrence Mann, they have Paul George, they have Kawhi Leonard. I guess you can put him up against Zubak. Um, but otherwise, those guys are cooking, Josh Giddy. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how Dade's kind of game plan is that. But you know, hopefully our, our role players, our bench players, our 
hitting, doing their jobs, because we're definitely going to need them in this. Um, specifically with Russell Westbrook coming off the bench. Shout out to the Brody, uh, giving them a spark off the bench, giving them energy throughout the game. So, going to need Blue Door, going to need Case Wallace. Aaron Wiggins, Kendrick Williams, like all of our perimeter defenders, we're going to need them on their P's and Q's on Thursday night. And hopefully we will be coming back to you on Thursday night talking about a Thunder victory. Now, a couple of housekeeping here. So, <clears throat> we're supposed to have a guest tomorrow. That was the plan. Or I guess tonight. Yeah. We're supposed to have a guest tonight. That was the plan. But he asked if we can move it to tomorrow. So, I know traditionally speaking... We record on Tuesdays, and they release Wednesday morning. But for the sake of getting this guest on, because as I mentioned, he's a huge guest. I don't think he's been on any of the Thunder podcasts. Oh, here's a y'all coming. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> he hasn't been on any other Thunder podcast, so I'm very excited to have him on. And I'm willing to accommodate to him coming on on a different day. So we will be moving our weekly podcast to Wednesday this week. Um, then we'll have a back-to-back pod day with the post-game pod against the Clippers. And then we will be back on Saturday, I believe. Yeah, Saturday with the post-game pod against the... Where'd my ESPN app go? Uh, Lakers. Yeah, so we get a little back-to-back LA action, so it's going to be an action-packed weekend. I can't wait to talk about how the Thunder extend their win streak to four games in the next next couple podcasts. Actually, I want to clarify that. Have we won four games, or am I tripping? No, yeah, four games. So, yeah, it's a good time to be a Thunder fan, and let's just enjoy the ride. Hope everybody has a great night. God bless. Hoop when you can. And as always, thunder up. You have listening. What? That, that made no sense. You have been listening to Thunder Chats. Ho! Just for all you absolutely counters out there. I don't think I said not a single one. If I did, brush me in the comments. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Topic Thunder Podcast. Our podcast is available to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Be sure to leave us a five-star rating and a positive review, and follow us on Twitter, at OKC Topic Thunder. Thunder up! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.